Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Some talk shows think all of their opinions are right. This one, this one knows they are. This is Perception is Reality. Christopher H. Bilbury is a no-nonsense, well, maybe a little bit of nonsense, political activist, local government watchdog, and all-around good Hoosier and God-fearing American citizen. Is this guy for real? Holding lawmakers accountable and educating citizens on the importance of participating in their local government with a dab of national and world politics and a little pop culture and maybe some real-life common sense. This is Perception is Reality. And this is Christopher H. Bilbrey. Hello there, folks, and welcome to this 169th episode of Perception is Reality. I am your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. I hope you're doing fantastic, and I'm so happy that you've decided to click on this and listen to this episode. And I'll be really honest, I had a couple of other episodes recorded that are in the bank and that were actually slated. At least one of them was slated to go in this place, but I have to do a little bit more editing on it to make sure it fits the parameters. And something occurred, and I felt like I needed to get something out and into the air and out of my body, off my chest, and I needed to get it out for all of you to be able to hear. And so it just worked out in the best way possible, and I felt like I should go ahead and record this so you're actually going to be hearing something different than I initially planned, but... That's the great part about this being my show. I kind of get to do what I want. So I am so happy that you're here. I hope that you will be able to take away from this episode and use this in your life, whether your life is active and involved in politics or you're just now getting active and involved in politics, getting active and involved in your community. But I believe that this information can be applied to far more than just politics. I think that you can apply this to your life as a whole. You can apply this to your relationships, whether it be with your partner or your family, your friends, your children, or your work relationships or your work life or your hobbies. You should be able to take the information that I want to discuss with you and apply it to your life. That And we as humans should be able to embrace what it is that we're going to be talking about. And I think it's hard for some. It's definitely hard for me. But we have to be able to do this and understand that it's all part of being alive and being a human and going through this thing that we call life. So I have a lot of great information for you. I think this is going to be a fantastic episode. I'm going to ask you, as I always do, but specifically, whether this is your first episode or you've been here since the beginning, I want to ask that you please share this show with everyone you know. Remind folks or let folks know that we can be found on all major podcast hosting sites. All they have to do is search for us by name, Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. We'll pull right up whether they listen to Google Podcast or 
iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. We are on all of those and many, many more. Or they can go to Google and look for us by name or simply by searching for Bilbrey Podcast. That's B-I-L-B-R-E-Y Podcast. We'll pull up that way as well. They can also find us at the home link, which is perception.fireside.fm. Again, that is perception.fireside.fm. That's a really good way to find us. And last but not least, remember that I release live video episodes along with written content, and you can find that on social media through Facebook, and that is Christopher H. Bilbrey on Facebook or facebook.com forward slash Bilbrey318. So I actually had another episode ready to go, and I, I just needed to do a little bit more editing to be able to get it ready, but... Something occurred, and I felt like I needed to put that on hold, and I needed to get this information out and into the microphone and to you all so that I could get it off my chest and out for all of you. Talking to you is the highlight of my life. Doing what I do is so thrilling, it is such a joy, and I love being able to speak to you. It is fantastic. I feel like these conversations are our intimate little times where I'm talking directly to you. It's just you and I. And when Amber's here, it's Amber and you and I. It's very intimate. It's not like I'm talking on the live videos where there are multiple people that are all engaging. When you're listening, it's just my mouth, your ear, my information, your thoughts. And we get to do this. And if you reach out and communicate, which many of you do, then I get to hear your thoughts on it. And and I love that. But many of you when talking to me will ask me what my favorite episode of my show is. And it's, it's a weird question for me because of the relationship I have with the content. So you guys listen to it and you guys might have a favorite episode or favorite several set of episodes You'll like this better than that or whatnot, and you have many reasons for that. It's a little bit different for me because I create the material or co-create it with Amber or with whoever else is on, and then I record the material, then I edit the material. So once I record and edit and upload a show, I don't ever just sit down and listen to it like you do front to back. It would be strange and there would be no purpose for me to do that. Now, there have been episodes that I have listened to from start to finish. If I'm listening with somebody or if I have to research a show in the past that I've talked about to do maybe a follow-up show. There have been some episodes that I've listened to, but there's one specific episode that I have listened to multiple times 
with various people, and a couple times, I'll be honest, I've listened to on my own because I really liked the content and I liked the message. And I almost feel like this is going to be a continuation of that episode. And that episode that I'm talking about is audio episode 117, Little Victories. I feel like the information in that show was just really on point and specifically dealing with politics. But honestly, applying it to anything that we as people do. Anything that we deal with, you're going to have ups and downs, and you're going to win some, and you're going to lose some. And being able to keep that perspective is important. And so it, it took a second for me to realize it, but that's my favorite episode that I've put out. Out of all of the episodes that I've done so far, and that might change in the future, Maybe I'll have another episode that I like better at some point. Maybe it'll be this episode. Who knows? But as of now, that episode is very important because of what started it. There was something that, that happened that caused me to start thinking about that, and that's very important to me. But then also the message that I conveyed, because it's very true that in politics, and anywhere in life, we need to understand that you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, and there's going to be pros and cons and ups and downs and bumps and bruises, and we need to be able to celebrate the little victories. That was the message behind that episode. I feel almost like it's a part one, part two. Matter of fact, I will put the link to episode 117 in the description of this episode in case you want to go back and listen, or if you haven't heard, you can easily find it and listen to it at your convenience. The reason I say it's kind of like a part one and a part two is because that episode was focusing on the victories. This episode, however... We're going to be talking about the losses, and it's important that we are able to do just that. People don't like talking about it. You don't like focusing on it. People oftentimes tell you you need to not think about those failures. You just need to get up and dust yourself off. And while that is very true, there are times that we need to reflect on the bad things, the things that made us fail so that we know what not to do next time. And I feel like it's important for us as humans to be able to self-examine our situations and look back at what happened at various points so that we can be better for the future. We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we're going to be looking at examining ourselves for those failures and looking at those losses or those bumps or the bruises or the downtimes and talking about what we need to do in our life to be able to accept those and realize that they're not the end of the story. They don't define who you are. They are your first little stumbling steps to achieving greatness. All right, we're going to take a break. 
Ladies and gentlemen, when we return, we will get into the meat of this thing. You are listening to the 169th episode of Perception is Reality. I am your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. We'll be right back. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing under license in all 50 states and MLS Consumer Access.org number 3030. All right, back to work we go, folks. We are talking in this 169th episode about losing. Whether we're talking about politics or we're talking about life, we're talking about our careers, time with friends and family, we have to be realistic and we have to understand that we are not always going to get everything that we want the way that we want it each and every time. We have to understand that there are going to be bumps and bruises and we're going to get knocked down, but we have to determine that that is just what happens. We have to be able to accept it and we have to be able to use those losses to pick ourselves up and get back on the course of life, whether it be in our career or with our relationships or in politics, and we have to build from there. Charles F. Kettering said, an inventor fails 999 times, and if he succeeds once, he's in. He treats his failures simply as practice shots along the way. And we have to look at these points in our life as the building blocks to the greatness that we are going to achieve. I feel like so many people are living life acting like we're preparing for something after this run, like, for example, th this is the practice test, and we are waiting to achieve something better. Now, let me be clear. When I say this, I am coming from the standpoint of the mindset that I am a Christian. I am a believer in God and something after this life. And if we are Christians and or you are religious and you maybe are some other denomination and you have a belief in an afterlife, we are told that there is something greater after this. But we haven't experienced that and let's be very clear, this life that we are living is not a practice run for that. It's this life and then it's that. What I'm talking about is not that. I'm talking about so many people pretend or fool themselves or just erroneously think that this is the practice run and that the next time around they're going to do better. And at some point I feel like everybody comes to 
terms with the fact that, wait a minute, this is the only shot there is. So I need to do everything that I'm going to do now because whether or not the afterlife is there as we're told or you believe that or don't believe that, what you're currently dealing with now in life, this is it. This is the one and only shot for this that there is. So we need to get out there and do our very best that we can do. And whether it be your personal life or work or politics, you have to understand that you have to accept the losses. What do I mean by that? I mean, say you have been listening to me for a while and you say, I'm tired of what's going on. I want to work. I want to run for Delaware County Council. I want to get some of the people off that haven't been doing what we want. I feel like I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat and I'm going to file to run and I want to run a campaign and I'm going to connect with voters and I want to win. That's great. I love hearing that. I hope that you mean that. And I hope that you file and I hope that you run. What you need to understand is more often than not, your first run, you're going to lose. You know, everybody used to say you need that first great loss so you will understand how sweet victory is once you get it. You need to know the ups and downs of the campaign, and you learn from the loss. You learn what not to do in other campaigns once you go through a campaign and you have that loss. You learn what worked and what didn't work. You learn how to improve yourself for the next election. Sometimes it takes multiple losses, and that's so hard for us to take. I've been there. I've ran for office twice, and you spend all this time, all this energy, all this money. You miss events with family because you're out walking. You miss events with family because you're out at a candidate meet and greet, or you're putting up signs, and you're out doing your thing. You put 5,000, 8,000, 10,000, 1,000, however much money you put into it. You get your friends and your family and others to donate, and you feel like your message is strong, and then it comes down to election day. You go, you vote, you tell everybody that you know to go out and vote. Then throughout the day, you slowly hear, oh, your cousin, well, hell, they forgot to vote. And your neighbor, well... He went to the wrong polling place, and he didn't feel like he had enough time to get to the other polling place, so he just didn't vote. And you start hearing all of these things, and it comes down to 7 p.m., polls close, the results come in, and you lose. And that's a punch in the gut. And you feel like you have just been told by everybody in the county or everybody in the city, or everybody in the town, or everybody in the district, that you are not wanted. And it hurts. It stings. And people say, that's it. I'm not running ever again. Now, some people mean that. And a lot of good 
people, a lot of good candidates, folks that would be good in office, run once or twice and lose, and they give up. They don't understand that those are great learning experiences and that if they just stick with it, that on that second time, on that third time, maybe on the fourth time or the fifth time, they might win and it might make it all worth it. In episode 117, I talked about having to accept the little victories that you're going to get knocked down and win in a lot of different scenarios, whether it be just life because that's the nature of life or your relationships or politics. It might feel like two steps backwards and only one step forward and then two steps backwards and it feels like you can never get ahead. And so when you have those small victories, you have to relish those moments and you have to really take it in and accept it and understand how powerful those moments are. Now I'm going to tell you, you have to do the same thing when you get knocked backwards those two steps. You have to take those times and look at what happened Examine what was happening in your life. What caused that loss? Was it that you didn't drive yourself enough? Was it that you weren't out giving it your all? Was there more that you could have done? Were there folks on your team that maybe weren't giving it their all? So you have to look at how you're going to change that up were you guys doing absolutely everything that you could do and the other person just outbested you sometimes you can be giving everything that you have but the other person is just more qualified for the position they're more qualified for the job they're more qualified for the team or they're more qualified for a position uh, in school, on the play, or whatever it is that we're talking about, whether it's a basketball team or work or a relationship or a political position, sometimes you have everything that you have together and your opponent just has that little extra piece of edge more than you have. And you have to be willing to examine that and to understand that your story isn't over. And you accept this loss as a stepping stone along your path and you don't cash it in. You don't quit. You don't say, okay, well, I wasn't good enough. They didn't think I was good enough. I didn't work hard enough, so I'm just done. You have to pick yourself back up. Sometimes it's going to be uncomfortable. It might hurt a little bit. It might embarrass you a little bit, but all of that stuff is temporary. All of that stuff you think about far more than anyone else thinks about. 
And you might go out in public and people might ask you, hey, what happened? Or, you know, you might have those one asshole friends that kind of rib you about it. And maybe in those examples, you need to look if those people are truly your friends. But you understand where I'm going with that. What happens is those people or or just strangers or folks that might give you crap about it or might ask you about it because they're concerned they don't realize that it plays on you and it hurts you when they do that or it embarrasses you those people will eventually fade away and in pretty quick order because they tend to get wrapped up and involved in someone else's loss or some other issue and it goes away but it doesn't for you and you need to understand that it's all internal, that you're harder on yourself than anybody else can be, but you need to examine that moment and take it and say, I'm going to do better next time. You don't just quit. You don't just run for office and lose and say, okay, well, I'm done going to meetings. I'm not involved anymore. That's when you need to get even more involved. You need to go to those meetings. You need to stay in tune with what's happening. You need to keep track of what's going on. And when the people that beat you do something good, you need to give them credit. And when they're doing something that you would have done differently, you keep track of that. If they do something that ends up being a flop or they do something that the public doesn't like, you keep track of that. And when you run again, you say, hey, this happened and I would have done it this way. If you give me the chance, I will do this differently and better. And I would do it this way, that way, and this way. You keep track of their record and you keep track of the goings on. And it's not like keeping mired in the negativity because as i said there are going to be positive things and you need to give those people praise for that but you want to keep track of what's going on so that you can be active and involved and decide to run again only this time you have the two years or four years or six years depending on what office it is that you're running for worth of history on your opponent or the people who are in that office to say look these are the things that occurred this is what i may or may not have done and this is what i will do if or when elected and this is my promise and you can now have that whole history that you didn't have the last time. So it gave you a chance to be a little bit more prepared than you were during the last campaign, during the last promotion that you were up for, during the last time you tried out. You now have all of this other experience that you're able to say, hey, look, and that can help you. And when that helps you and you get a little further, you win the election, you get hired to the job, you get on the team or whatever it is that you were trying for. And when you look back at that loss, you're like, that's nothing. That seemed like such a long time ago. And now I'm here and that doesn't even really factor into the story anymore. It was such a small blip. But now listen, I understand that's easier said than done because we as humans have a hard time realizing 
that a loss isn't that bad and what we're dealing with at the moment won't be the end-all be-all of our life story and we will get through what we're going through. We have a hard time realizing that. Think back to your first puppy love, your high school boyfriend or girlfriend, and think about the first time you had your heart broken. Remember the pain and remember telling your parents or your friends that you were never going to be okay, that you would never love anybody ever again, and that your life was completely over. Now look at where you're at now, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 60 years later, and realize... You know, at the time, it felt like you were going to have that pain forever. And if you look back on that now, heck, some people probably don't even remember how long or how short the period was. And, And now when you look back on it, it's fun. You can smile and talk about it and think about it. And it's a part of who you are. And that either helped or or led you to the next relationship and those things helped you build on who you were as a person and who you were in a relationship and they helped determine who you are now and you know hopefully you're happily ever after i know that that's harder for some than others uh and you know we deal with that but The point of the matter is, when you were originally dealing with that, it seemed like it was never going to be better and nothing would ever be okay again. Now, you have all of these years past that. You realize that you were just a dumb kid. That same principle can be applied to a loss of a political campaign or a loss of a promotion or a situation where you go through a divorce in your relationship now. Uh, You know, you are dealing with a hard time and it's something that we need to really try to work on. And, And the better that you're able to do this and the quicker that you're able to do this, the better off you will be realizing that You need to examine this time and take something away from this time and make yourself a better version of yourself moving forward. That's what we need to be able to do. And the perfect example of someone who's doing this the right way was just... We just talked to them in the last interview. I, I talked to uh, Mr. Uh, Brandon Kohler, and uh, he, he um, Cloer, I always say his name wrong, in, in episode 168. Uh, you know, he and his wife are involved. His wife ran for office. She got beat. And they're still actively involved. Now, it's too early to tell if they're going to one or the other run for something. But if I was a betting man, I would say she would probably seek election again. And that's the way that we need to be. When I did that interview with Brandon, 
I, I started thinking about this, and then I get all of the people who ask about my favorite episode, and I always tell them it's 117 Little Victories. And then with a, a, a situation in my life, I recently went through a, a situation where I had a, a, the situation was a totality of the circumstances. You have 100% of, uh, of an event and a good 85% of the event was okay. I was happy with the outcome, but a small portion I'm extremely not happy with. But there's nothing I can do about it. And I look at it as, well, that kind of hurts. That kind of smarts a little bit. And I have to realize I can let it get me down. And I can let it fester and become something that it shouldn't become and, and have control over me. Or I can see it for what it is and understand that there's more involved than what will ever be known and understand that I can take away from that and I can use that loss to help build a fire under my ass to keep me on the track, on the path. And when I deal with that situation or a scenario similar to that situation or I deal with something relating to that situation in the future, I can use it to help steady my focus and make sure that I come out victorious in the future. And that's what we want to do. We want to use these losses but before we can do that, we have to say, it is okay to lose. I'm not saying that you want to accept it and say, this is it. I'm a loser, and that's all I'll ever be, and that's just what it is. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you have to accept that as the end-all, be-all, and that's your story, and that's it, and that's that, and that's the way it is. I'm saying accept it for the little blip in the road that it is. Build upon it and realize now that you can use it to better yourself. I'm being purposely vague in this because I want everybody to be able to hear this. I want everybody to realize that we're all going to get knocked down and knocked in the teeth and things are going to happen that we don't like or that we would rather not have happened. But as far as I know, we've not figured out a way to just say, okay, that's it, I quit. I'm just going to sit down here in the corner and die. Okay, that doesn't just happen. We keep going until we're called to the other side, we're going to be here. So we need to make the very best of what it is that we have going on. And if we don't like where we currently are, 
You understand tomorrow the sun will rise, it is a new day, and you can reinvent yourself and put yourself on a new and better and different path. You have the ability to rewrite your story and to change where you're at. You always have the ability to close the chapter on whatever you're currently dealing with and to start a new chapter right now, in 10 minutes from now, in 30 minutes from now, in six hours from now, you can start a new chapter tomorrow morning. And that new chapter can be the first chapter of the rest of your story. None of us know when that story will end. And we have to understand that there's only so many pages between here and the end. And we can have a major impact on the words on those pages. And if we don't like the words on the pages that have already been written that are in the past, that doesn't mean that has to be what the future is. We have to be willing to say, I will write a new story for myself and I will start right now. And I can use all that loss, all that hurt, all that pain, and I can let it destroy me. I can let it eat at me. I can let it define me. Or I can use it and I can define myself as a winner. I can define myself as someone who used those past experiences to bring myself to a higher existence, to bring myself to the point where I am now a winner where I continue to win. And let me be very clear. With this political commentary that I do and my political activism, I tend to be right a lot. With the things that I say and my statements that I make and talking about who's going to win elections and saddling my wagon behind specific candidates. I tend to come out on top more than I don't. Even that doesn't mean I'm going to win 100% of the time or that what I want to happen is going to happen 100% of the time. That's just simply not going to happen. It's politics. I will lose. My candidates will lose. The ordinance that I'm pushing for or fighting against will go whichever way. If I'm fighting for it, it might not pass. If I'm trying to defeat it, it might pass. And then I have to look at that. And sometimes I'm in the wrong. And if I'm in the wrong, we have to be able to say, I'm in the wrong. It is okay to say, I made a mistake. 
I was wrong. I was not right. Look at, look at what's happening with the mayor of Muncie. I pushed that man for two years. I told everyone near and far, vote for Dan Ridenauer for mayor of Muncie. He is going to improve communication. He's going to improve transparency. He is going to improve accountability. He is going to slow government down. And then he got to office and he did everything opposite from that. He's been completely horrible in all of those campaign promises that he made to me, that he made to others, and that I made to others on his behalf. I hitched my wagon to the wrong horse in that race. Now, I don't just say, well, damn, he got over on me. I'm just going to accept it. No, I work to correct it. I work to make it better. I work to say, hey, wait a minute. This is not okay. What's currently happening here, I do not agree with. And then I work to change that. In the next election, I work to get him beat. It's okay for me to come out and say, I made a mistake. I was wrong. I was wrong in picking him. I was wrong to get blinded by that. It goes the other way. I've also worked hard against candidates. And they've won and got in office. And I've said, oh my God, they're going to be in office. This is going to be horrible. And then they get in office and they do a great job. And I've said, whoa, wait a minute. I was wrong here. I didn't want this person to win, but you know what? They're doing a fantastic job. And I have to give this person credit. And I have to say that I was wrong and that I will support this person in the future. I wish I could go back. I've done that many times and it's okay to do that. It's okay to be wrong. It is okay to lose. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we have to embrace and understand. Because once we understand and embrace that, we can truly start moving forward. We can truly start moving forward. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we need to take a quick break. You're listening to episode 169 of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilbury, and we'll be right back. at King's Island, one of only seven giga coasters in the world. Right now, get King's Island admission, parking, and free drinks for just $49.99 online. All right, folks, we are back, and we are approaching the end here, but it's important that I wanted to convey to you 
that even though we've been talking about the stumbles and the bumps and the bruises and embracing those, that I want to make sure I don't think that anybody here is a loser. I certainly don't feel like I'm a loser. We are winners. And we can absolutely, absolutely build upon where we currently are. We can make ourselves better. We can make the lives of our family, our friends, better. We can advance in our careers. We can improve in our community. And I'm hoping that there will be many people that step up and decide to engage in local politics and will run and, and, and you will win and you will lose. And understand that the losses help build upon your stories and help get you to the wins. They're not something to be ashamed of. The stumbles, the cuts, the scrapes, the scars along the way help build character and help build who we are. They help shape who we are and help shape the stories. The struggles and the bad times help make the good times much brighter. They help tell people where you came from. It helps you remember where you came from. Sometimes we need that reminder so that we don't forget ourselves along the way. And sometimes people will do that. Sometimes people will forget where they came from. And they need to be reminded, hey, you didn't get here on hopes and dreams and without any stumbles. You're human just like the rest of us. Everyone is. And for the people who do hit it out of the park the first time, win the first time, and they seem like they're lucky. Understand, there is no such thing as luck. Okay? It might appear as though luck plays some kind of role, but let's be very clear, it does not. And there will be people who will win, and maybe they don't deserve it. Maybe they're the bad guy. I want to be very clear. I do believe that the right will overcome and that the righteous wins and that good will overtrump evil. But on any given day, in any given story, there are instances of the good guys not winning, of the bad guys overtaking the good guys. There will be times when the best person doesn't win. And we have to understand that. And we have to be able to embrace those times as well. And we have to be able to help those build us and make us more hungry for the next time up at bat, for the next election, for the next interview, for the next time we try out for the team or whatever it is that we're doing. And we have to make that be the fire in our belly, what makes us hungry for more. Because it does happen. It will happen. And you have to be ready for that. You have to be prepared for that. 
You have to know that just because you're the right person, just because you're in the right, just because you're the good guy of the story, it doesn't mean you're always going to win. And when you suffer that loss, you have to be able to dust yourself off and learn from it. Look, it's one thing to lose when you didn't put your all into it and the other guy edged you out or whatever. It's quite another thing to lose when you did everything that you could and you were the right person and in that instance, the good or the right thing just didn't happen. That's an altogether different situation, but we still have to be able to learn from it, overcome it, and use it as a part of our story. And you might not be able to do it by yourself. Maybe you need a network, a good support system around you, family, friends, folks that care about you and that you care about. And we can be that here as a part of this platform, as a part of this community. You all as the listeners, Amber, myself, anyone else that comes on as a co-host or a guest or producers, we are all a community here and we all need to help lean on each other and better one another, politically speaking and outside of politics, because that's what everything is about, bettering the community helping one another and making each other and the community better one step at a time, one action at a time, and we can do it. I'm going to ask that you share the show with everyone you know. Tell folks to take a listen to this. It should be something that folks can take an upbeat message away from and use in their lives, whether they're involved in politics or not. I want to say for the record, you guys are the absolute best listeners going. You're the most intelligent. You're the most engaging. And I think that's fantastic. Please keep that up. Keep listening. Keep spreading the show. Please keep reaching out. I love to hear from you. Whether you email us at khbilbury at gmail.com or you call or text the studio line at 765-546-9796 or you send me a message on Facebook. You can get a hold of us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash bilbury318. Don't forget you can also look Amber up at Amber Green. Green has an E at the end. Also don't forget to check out her store at Fate Style Studio on Facebook. You guys are absolutely amazing. I want you to take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Remember, we need to get educated, we need to get active and involved, and we can better government and better our communities through our citizen involvement one person and one step at a time. Until next time, take care, God bless, and I'll look forward to talking to you all again real soon. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember, perception Perception is is reality. Reality.
This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.